0: We're all protecting you. We, we have, have all protected you. you.
1: About my marriage? About what you told yeah, us With the mostest? What you told us I, I don't, mean, so don't ever bring you guys around Let me tell you something, that the she only thing. If I want to say that, I would have it I'm not really sure what I've done to you, though. Hello everyone and welcome back to the Hot and Bravo podcast on the Buttered Pop Network. We're here once again going to Bel Air, Beverly Hills, and Encino because our <laughs> lovely ladies of R H O B H are here this time in Provence, France. Yes. Still Today, in Provence. Still in Provence, and it looks like they'll be in Provence one more night, at least. This is a long trip. This is a long trip. For those who don't know, I'm Eddie Estrada. I'm here with my co-host Armin, and we are here once again to recap. Everything that went down for you.
0: And this was a messy episode.
1: Dude, It was. I was like cracking up laughing so hard when they were doing the wine tasting, which we'll get into, but I don't know why I was laughing so hard. I thought it was hilarious.
0: I mean, those impressions were
1: gold. Spot on. But before we get into that, we have to start where all the drama started this episode in the first place, and that was at breakfast. So in case you guys forgot, last episode, all the ladies, and I mean... All the ladies have been, you know, having a little bit of fun on this trip to Provence. They're drinking, they're eating, they're enjoying themselves. And Erica Jane wakes up with a migraine. And this is considerable as she's been, you know, drinking for the last two days. They are jet lagged. Everyone's body's different. I mean, I'm Elisa Serena, where it's just like get the drinks going through me, and then vodka sodas. Which, by the way, I was a tequila bitch, and you know this very much, Denise Richards. You're a huge tequila guy. I've been doing vodka sodas recently, with extra lime, a total Ramona, Ramona <laughs> order. But like, it's been really working for me. I don't know why. I've been vodka able to sodas are more, delicious. A lot more like chill. Yeah. Because I, you know, sometimes with the tequila, I get a little crazy. <laughs> But that's just who I am.
0: By the way, another word for a migraine hangover. hangover? <laughs> that's exactly what I was thinking. Come on, Erica, I you're mean, not fooling
1: anyone. I mean, yeah, but at I the mean, same a time, a migraine she's, is a
0: part of the hangover.
1: It is a hundred percent, and I, there's nothing wrong with her being hungover. But she does tell the entire room, she's like, "Guys, I'm like dealing with a migraine right now." But she's working through it. She's, you know, not as engaged as everyone usually is, but like. There was days when I was in Belize and I was like so hungover that I could barely, I was with one-on-one with my friend Shanna and I could barely make it through like breakfast. Oh, if I have an insane hangover, I'm not getting out of bed. Uh, uh, (laughs) See, the difference between me and you is like, I'll at least get out of bed and like slob around for like the whole day. But you know, you like to get all stay all cozy. I like to stay cozy. And also
0: I am one to go out. The same day and night that I was hungover, I will go out again. And people are always shocked by that. But that's because a lot of people will do what you're doing and will go out as they are hungover. I'm like, no, I'm recharging
1: because tonight we got to go out again. <laughs> you party animal, you. <laughs> no, not, not really. I'm more of a dartier than a partier. So the days when I, I when I thrive in the sun. Uh, but enough about us. We always talk about us. Let's, <laughs> let's get back to this breakfast. So Kyle has arranged for a helicopter to take them to a wine tasting, which everyone's very excited for. Except for Erica. I mean, Erica's just hung over. Uh, I don't think she was being rude. I think she was just kind of in her own space. But it's really bugging Kyle and Teddy. From that moment, you can tell they both are kind of like looking at each other. The, things seem awkward at breakfast, even though they should not be. There's too much pressure put on Erica's feelings, I think, at this point.
0: Do you think this is anything
1: new for Erica? I feel like Erica always has this vibe. No, I do too. And I think it's and Lisa says this later, I think it's projection of Kyle and Teddy of Basically, attacking Erica Jane last night and them feeling guilty and feeling like Erica might be mad at them. So she's the one that's distancing herself and like going to be quieter and colder today because of the actions that they had the night before. But really, they're guilty. That's but, a good point. Yeah. But the real fact of the matter is Erica Jane is hungover, could give two shits about what you bitches think, and just wants to make it through the day.
0: And you know what? Maybe she is a bit irritated, but I don't think it's that big of a deal.
1: No. And I think she's more irritated that these women, like, think that she is false in her own feelings and I think that's really where she's kind of like upset because if, if you're telling someone like no I'm fine they're like no you're not fine tell us why you're not fine this is not okay and it's like no you can't tell me how to feel my feelings are my feelings
0: also I mean, let's be real if she wasn't hungover and was drinking with them then she wouldn't have been quote-unquote distant exactly but there's always a disconnect between super super drunk people and sober people because they're just on like very different wavelengths.
1: Yeah. Well let's get let's get into <laughs> let's get into this wine tasting because it was everything. So they, first of all, they fly by helicopter, which Kyle is like low key freaking out because as you know, she has this fear of flying and she's like, We're we're good and she's like, you know she has sort of conquered it though. She kind it was of nowhere has nowhere
0: near as bad as in previous seasons.
1: As she's gotten a lot better. And I thought it was funny when Lisa was like, yeah, you know, life's short. So we got to do things. And Kyle's like, nope, it's going to be really long. We've got a really long life right now. We're not talking about... And then when they land, Erica's like, you know, helicopters crash all the time. And everyone's like, Erica, <laughs> come on. That's why they drive back. Exactly. That's why they get in the cars on the way home. Uh, but they're doing a rosé tasting today, which I think is so much fun. Well, And like Shiraz, it's like all like pink wines, it looks like. It doesn't yes. look like there's any like too dark of like a red nothing to get them sleepy just to get them fun and flirty it's summer well it's not summer then it was like november but But to get those
0: summer vibes going right because light
1: energetic and you know they're drinking the wine they're having a good time they have one wine they got two wines they got 11 wines lisa renna is slamming them back (laughs) i was screaming when dorit like pours out her her leftover wine and there's like nothing left in there and they're like are you just pouring out air and so they all are like pretending to finish their drinks and like oh i can't have anymore and like (laughs) pouring like empty glasses into like the spittoon and i'm just like that's me i'm like pretending that would you ever spit out wine absolutely not oh i'm drinking it yeah even if i hate it i bitch i was in the catholic church for so many years in catholic school (laughs) and i had to drink a lot of bad wine
0: (laughs) would they serve uh wine in catholic
1: school yeah well you'd have wine at mass and like communion after you sec- at second grade is com- first communion and then you like have wine. I don't oh, know. Oh, but only at communion. Only at communion. Okay.
0: Because I went to a Catholic high school. Okay. But they never served wine at mass. Oh,
1: we always had wine at mass. For real? Yeah. You have like a you little wine. You went bit to a Catholic wine. high school? I went to a Catholic. I've been in private Catholic school since I was at like, I've never been in public school.
0: I only ever went to uh Catholic school for high school, but nope. No
1: wine for mass. I had wine in, like, elementary school, junior high. They had wine. Interesting. For, like, school masses.
0: So you're just getting wasted in
1: second grade. But, no, it wasn't, like, it's watered down, of course. It's watered down wine. (laughs) But, yeah, it was, the wine really hits these ladies. And they start talking. Getting goofy. Getting goofy. And before we even get to the interpretations, because that's how they ended this whole thing. Yeah. Erica, not Erica, Lisa Rinna goes full QVC. And honestly, I loved it. This is my favorite thing ever, is Lisa Renna QVC. Because whenever I watch Lisa Rinna on QVC, I'm like, this is what I want to do. Like, I would be so good on QVC because it's like, no, this is the best wine you ever had. And she had this line that only made it on her Instagram and didn't make it on the show. She's like, drink this wine, 10 years younger. I got one more thing <laughs> left to say. One sip of this wine, 10 years younger. And then she like drops the wine down. It was great. That great.
0: So, so I have conflicting feelings about Rena Rose, Ugh, and why? here's why. On one hand, I want it badly. I feel like it would be a brilliant business move for Lisa Rena to start her own Rose. I mean, think about it. You have the alliteration right there. Rinna you know, is I love Rose. a good alliteration. It's perfect. I mean, you live by the fact that you are an alliteration. I'm double E. Eddie Estrada. Estrada. Yeah, it's basically the. Crux of your entire existence. So it is. It's you
1: get all, it. It's all the only part of my identity <laughs> that matters is my name. But on the other hand, here is why I don't want it.
0: Because then all you will ever drink is Rina Rose.
1: A uh, me, of course. Yeah. yeah. There's no other drink that I'm ordering at the bar. That's what I'm saying. I mean, I. But did- I want
0: to do shots of tequila with you.
1: Okay. Question though, because they did bring up Vanderpump Rose, and they all spoke about how they did not like Vanderpump Rose. Woo! Lisa Rena even said. I, I prefer Whispering Angel, and I told Vanderpump that. Question: We've had Vanderpump Rose before. It's fine. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> like what I saying- more bec-
0: It's more it's you drink it because you're a fan a of the fan- show. Yes, exactly. That's it. it.
1: And that's why we got it, was because right. we were like, we're going to support Lisa. And, like, for a while, it was, like, on sale at Gelson's. She was doing, like, signings and, like, the malls, and there was just, like, cases. And I was, like, it was on sale, and I was, like, do you need me to get more two my bottles? Like, I'm bringing them to the party. But I have to agree, I prefer Whispering Angel.
0: Oh, yeah. Like. 100%.
1: There's a higher caliber of rosé, but I thought it was By funny. the way, this
0: doesn't make us LVP haters.
1: No. We just. I, I, how many bottles have I bought? Like, probably, like, Six. Am yeah, I, and Vanderpump Vodka and I go to Pump and I go to Sir and I go to TomTom Tom. it's not like yeah, you
0: were there like last week
1: I was literally there last week I just said that this season I've been upset by the way LVP was but she's not in this episode so we're not going to talk about her anymore
0: by the way speaking of like housewife uh, alcohol brands We've drank Skinny Girl we together, have.
1: but Skinny Girl isn't my preference
0: no, for vodka. I,
1: that's true. Honestly, I don't like Skinny Girl. I think it's a little bit watered down, Yeah, which is I get it because it's Skinny Girl. I We have not got Ramona Pino Grigio well, yet. Well, we can't find it. We can't find it. I
0: would drink it in a heartbeat. I
1: heard the Vanderpump Girls wine is actually pretty good. I haven't had it yet. I know, but that one was hard to buy because you had to buy it like in a subscription and it was like... for like two bottles or some shit like that. It was crazy. It was pricey. But I mean, every, the worst alcohol I've ever had by a celebrity, Mix Moscato by Nicki Minaj. (laughs) It was rubbing alcohol. Wait, didn't
0: Camille get you that or no?
1: No. So I, Camille wanted to get you that. I think she wanted to get me it. I found it at Cost Plus World Market. (laughs) And I bought it. I bought two bottles for my friend Ryan Cardin. That's the first
0: red flag right there. Yeah. Although yeah. I actually, like, uh,
1: no, I love Costco, But you don't buy no. celebrity alcohol at plus world market. Exactly. There's a reason it's there. <laughs> I did not think about this, so I bought it, got it, gave it to Ryan Card or whatever, and um, it, we almost spit it out. It was like so bad. It was literally the worst fake pink wine I've ever had in my entire life.
0: What I really want is Ramona Pinot Grigio. We are it's gonna find. It's
1: impossible that. to find. If anyone can find Ramona Pinot Grigio and send us a link, we will be forever grateful, and we will do a. F- I will do a taste test right here in the studio. We'll come here. I'll come early, like a ten o'clock wine. We'll do a free ad. You don't even need to pay us. We'll do an ad. Although I don't think they sell it. I I think it's very hard to find. Yeah, but we will. find I know it one who day. has it though. Who Mario. He has all of Ramona's goodies. He's got everything. He always gave it back. Okay, we need to talk about Beverly Hills. We're everywhere. <laughs> we are everywhere. And don't forget, I'm going to be drinking Loverboy when it comes out. Oh, right. Loverboy. We got to try that. Um, but...
0: But Rena Rose, I'm here for it. Although, I don't think you should
1: touch it because you'll get addicted. I mean, I'm addicted to everything that Lisa Serena does. I'm actually going to do her workout video when I go home later today. Maybe not. now. Rina's? I might bring it home, actually, because you know I'm flying home. This weekend, maybe bring like renovation with you. Read it finally. I should read renovation this yeah. weekend. That's good. Me on the me on the plane, just reading re- like a bright pink renovation book is do gonna it be, is going to be insane.
0: Maybe you'll meet a fan, another rena oh, fan. God. You guys can connect. No, I don't exchange I don't, numbers. No, no, I
1: don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> nor would I want it to. <laughs> um, but these fun interpretations of doing QVC and stuff turn into interpretations of the group. And Erica points out, you know. We're all doing interpretations now. No one's offended. Now you see my point. I wasn't offended when Lisa Rinna did it. I'm not offended now. It's all in good jest. Even though Erica is terrified by some of these impersonations. She she doesn't seem into it. She's not as into it as the other ladies. She liked the Camille one. The Camille one, though. And Dorit, like leaned into that one full full force. Okay, so what was your favorite impersonation? Okay, I think my favorite person impersonation had to be... Uh, Probably the Teddy impersonation by Kyle, where she, like, gets <laughs> off the horse. That was very funny. Because it was spot on. She's like, I just can't. I cannot, guys, right now. Like, you guys would not believe. She's, like, walking, like, what she's got her stirrups on. I never noticed that
0: posture and, like, that strange gait she walks in before. But now, that's all I see.
1: And I loved when Eddie <laughs> called later and he was like, oh, yeah, you mean the, the Teddy, like, off the horse walk? Yeah, and he yeah, knew exactly yeah, what yeah. she was doing? What was your favorite?
0: It's so hard to choose because I love the one of Doree, like,
1: Jaggy, Jaggy. that was funny. <laughs> and she had a good comeback too. She's like, there's a reason you haven't had an acting job since, since you, you were, you were seven. seven. I was like,
0: burn. Very good. I actually think Dorit has kind of like figured out this reality TV thing. It took her a couple seasons, but I think she's actually having a very good season. Um, I loved uh, Kyle's impersonation of Erica. I know Erica hated it. But the- it was so
1: good. I'm good, honey. I'm good, honey. I'm good. I can't even do it. I can't even do it as good as we're having a good time. It's a good time. It's a good time. It's good. It was good when they were doing it back and forth to each other too. That was hilarious. When Erica's like, "Honey, we're having a good time," and (laughs) Kyle's like, "I know, we're good, honey, we're good." And Erica's like, "It's a good time, we're good." I'm good. I was dying. (laughs) I was cracking up this whole situation. I also loved the Denise perplex looked, and I didn't notice she did that all the time until I like they did that zoom in and she's like, "Mm, "I'm having a lot of tequila, (laughs) Casamigos." The Denise Richard stare. But let's let's talk about Denise Richards because before we even got to this uh, wine tasting, we got to go back to Beverly Hills for a moment, more specifically Malibu. And we caught up with Denise Richards and Aaron, and we caught up with Camille and her daughter Mason. And both of them were in areas that were directly affected by the Malibu fires, the Woolsey fires. Denise lucked out. It was shocking to see the fire was literally across the street from her house and did not touch her. And she was right. If one of those houses on her strip would have gotten sparked and lit up, they are so close to each other that it was – and the winds were so strong. Yeah. It would and those have fires right were down so the road.
0: difficult to contain.
1: That was touched by an angel. Um, but as they're going through the house, they're thinking about taking stuff home, but they can't because everything smells like smoke. And that's the thing that I don't think a lot of people realize is like even if your house doesn't burn down, if it's in like a heavy fire area, your entire house is damaged anyways because the smoke just seeps into everything and it's so hard to lose that smell to get rid of it. They're going to get their have to get their house redone, carpets redone, new furniture, new clothes. Everything has to be changed out because if not, you're just going to have this lingering of, you know, the fire. You can't just walk
0: back into your home. Yeah, it's not gonna it's
1: not gonna be like that. And you yeah. could see all of like the cones and stuff out for everyone. Like it was a war zone. It looked like an apocalypse, essentially. And it was everything was burnt. Um, and we got to see Camille's house. And yeah. seeing Camille go through her home was heartbreaking. Like I know Camille has had a bad rap this season. I know she's been kind of a biatch, but this was a very humanizing moment. And it was very hard to see. And just seeing her when she held up Mason's uh, some kind of metal or silver glass cup that she had and seeing Mason crying from behind her, um, you know, mask and them just not knowing what to do. It was hard to see kind of Camille get really real for a second and say, you know, this was my first place that I had after the divorce. This was mine. This is something that I could have been proud of. And now that was all gone.
0: Yeah, you feel terrible. Like you said, I mean, she's had, I guess, an up and down season. She may be considered the villain of the season, but they're all human beings. And yeah, she may be having a spat with a housewife or two, um, but nobody deserves this. Although it seems like Faye Resnick thing, we'll s- thinks otherwise. Oh my we'll, God. We'll talk about the end because yeah. that's a scene from next episode. Yeah, that's a that was in the preview. Um, but yeah, you just feel terrible for Camille. However, at the very least, she is safe and her family is safe.
1: That's the what matters at the like the most, is that yeah. you're okay, your family's okay, and that you can come back from yeah. this.
0: And I know some of the items in your home are irreplaceable, like especially that, photos. And
1: that painting that she ran down the street in <laughs> with. What was the painting again? I can't even remember. I'm not an art person. So we're sending all of our prayers. I mean, everyone still is dealing with those fires, and I mean... A lot of the damage has not been 100% fixed yet. I mean, it was not even a year ago that this happened. So we're sending all of our love and support to everyone who was affected by this. Um, And it was just really heartbreaking to see this on TV and have to relive this disaster again. Back to Provence. But back to Provence. <laughs> back. It's to such a jarring change of pace. I know. But it's but that's what how, happened. I mean, that's exactly how jarring it was on the show. That's life, though, right? It is life. You party C'est la, in Provence. Say love, eh? Is that such as life? C'est la vie. C'est say love. Say you vie. will, say you won't. Say. Everyone listened to Bewitched. Come on. Like, I'm not the only one here. Bewitched was the shiz. I did a full <laughs> dance to that in, I think, like first grade. I did a full, like, talent show dance to Say love by Bewitched. Did you win? Um, I don't remember. I won my kindergarten year because I did a solo dance to the, a grease medley, but in fact, to Beverly Hills. Now we're really back to Provence, you mean? Yes, we are back to Provence. So they all go to dinner. Everyone is a still a little bit drunk from wine tasting because when you're drinking 11, 13, 17 glasses of wine, things get a little bit messy and they creep up on you.
0: I feel like it's a sliding scale, though. You have sober Erica. Yes. You have the little bit drunk Doreen and Renna, and then you have the still super wasted Teddy and Kyle. And so yeah. it's a spectrum here.
1: And, and Renna's still drinking, which I find very interesting because she's like, I want a vodka soda. And then she's the one holding it together from this whole oh. group from point A to point B. Drunk Renna knows how to handle a situation when need be.
0: She is arguably the most composed.
1: I admire that. about. I think that's why I'm going to start doing vodka sodas because I think there's some kind of wisdom. But this is your greatest take. Vodka sodas impart
0: wisdom. Yeah, This is literally your greatest take. I it's mean, so wrong. It's no. absolutely
1: no. wrong. No, everyone has it's their- It's absolute va- vodka wrong. Everyone has their magic potion. Mine just has to be, um, you know, a, v- a vodka soda.
0: Let's down some vodka sodas,
1: and let's see Let's see Wise Eddie emerge. You know what? They're going to call me the next Neil deGrasse Tyson. I'm going to be showing you all the cosmics. I'm the philosopher of the 21st century. Please just keep saying that. (laughs) That's his name, right? Sure. What is it really? Degrasse. Degrasse. Did I say degrees? Yeah. Let's get back to ladies. I keep saying this and we keep getting off track, but Erica, they all have a really touching moment where they're basically talking about how since the group has kind of gotten the dark cloud away, as they said, they feel a lot more comfortable and safer with each other. And, Kyle specifically says that none of the women are jealous anymore, and Erica reiterates the statement. Where they felt like with Lisa in the group, there was some, always some kind of competition or jealousy or having to one up each other. There was there was a battle between them, and now that that instigation has been removed, they feel better. You know now what I they're love? They're imploding on themselves. <laughs> you know what
0: I love is that they put forth this theory. That Lisa Vanderpump is like the crux of all the toxicity. And once you remove the toxin, they're going to be this like perfect in sync group. Moments later,
1: that theory is proven wrong. Exactly. They all just implode on each other because it's not about LVP. It really, honestly, is about Erica Jane, is what it feels like. You think so? I think it's Teddy's insecure. I think it's Teddy's. It's the source of all the issues. I think they all got issues. That's well, my theory. Everyone has issues, Armin. I've got issues. I know someone said online they're human beings that I had, they all got I issues more issues than Vogue, and I was like, oh cute, I know it was a BP tank top from two thousand and twelve like I by the way, by how Norton. many issues would that be? How I mean, many issues of Vogue have there been like thousands right? You've yeah. got a lot of issues, Eddie I guess so. <laughs> I was only knowledgeable about like about like fifty three, but I guess I have like 2 million. So. yeah, you must have a lot. I yeah. mean, clearly, there's many issues I'm insane though. the membrane <laughs> uh but Erica's trying to explain that the same thing, like she feels comfortable. She's never felt comfortable around women before. She's never had girlfriends. And for the first time in her life, she feels like she could let her guard down, especially with um, one LVP missing and really connect with these ladies. And she's being completely honest. And I think she, there's nothing wrong with Erica. I think Teddy and Kyle have an issue with Erica Because they are saying that they don't understand why she's not offended, that there's two different things from her liking the interpretation and her condoning behavior as her interpretation are two different things, even though they're not. Everyone has basically gotten over this except for Kyle. And And Teddy. Teddy, but only for the sole reason that we find out later, that Teddy thinks she's the moral compass of the group.
0: Yeah, and we'll get to that because that becomes its own whole thing. But in this moment, Kyle and Teddy are straight up accusing Erica of being a liar. Yes. They're saying you're lying. They're like, you, this, your you feelings are, are not offended. true. You're yeah.
1: offended. This is frustrating for us to see and have to deal with this. Again,
0: I don't understand their obsession with trying to like force this narrative on Erica. You have to be offended. How can you not be offended? I'm I'm so Lisa Rinna here where it's like, wait, why are you saying to Erica, like, how can you not be offended? If she's not offended, she's not offended. And it- Erica is there like
1: what don't you understand about this? It's one of those things, and this is going to sound really bad, it's one of those things where, like, people are offended for other people, and when the person that's supposed to, like, actually, quote-unquote, be offended isn't offended, the other people lose their identity and their own offensiveness. So I think Kyle and Teddy were offended, and they're like, we don't understand how we could be offended and you couldn't be offended when you were the one that this was about. It almost makes them feel like they've lost credibility, in a sense. They feel that because Eric is not offended... Their own offensiveness or their like own reasons for being offended aren't valid, which I understand why Kyle was offended that's Her why they should was called a see you next Tuesday.
0: right, but see, that's why I was saying last week they should just own their own feelings on this and stop trying to project it exactly. onto Erica. You guys be honest, you guys aren't being honest. Yeah, they are actually the ones lying about their own feelings I because think... in reality, what they need to say is. One, I'm offended. Two, I'm kind of offended. You're not offended. It,
1: that's exactly what it is. But they're
0: not saying that. They're, they're not. saying that you should be offended and you're lying about not, not being, being offended.
1: Because they don't understand how she could not be offended. But by- Honey, we're good. <laughs>
0: I'm good. So Erica decides I'm to remove a herself. Good time. It's a good time
1: from the situation, which I think is smart. She removes herself, and you know what? Decides to leave. Also, and Kyle
0: is belligerently wasted. Yeah, she is not making sense.
1: And Erica kind of thinks that they're trying to ice her out of the group. They think she's the she thinks she's the next target that these women are trying to push out. So she leaves. Now, Lisa Rinna decides to go and sit down with Teddy to kind of figure out what the hell is going on because these women were having the best time. There was no issues until these two women decided to be like, yo, you're offended, bitch, and you need right. to be offended.
0: And I think before that, when Erica was gone, for a moment, wasn't Kyle starting to then say, oh, I think Erica's distancing herself?
1: Yes. I think she's distancing herself from the group. There was that, you know, divide this morning. It felt like she put up a wall. Which she explains, I was hungover, I told you guys about it, I moved on, I thought we were past this, it was nothing against you guys, it was my own hangover that I was trying to work through. And yes, she did say in her confessional, when you're the only sober person and everyone else is drunk, you get annoyed.
0: Which I don't agree with. I personally don't roll that way, but if that's how she feels, that's how she feels.
1: Fine. There's different levels of it because I definitely have been sober and I love my drunk friends. But yeah. There's also been moments where like
0: they could be a bit too much.
1: It's they're a bit too much, and I'm in such a bad mood myself because I'm feeling sick or nauseous sure or whatever that everything is irritating to me.
0: I feel that especially uh, if you have friends that get belligerently wasted and all of a sudden the situation is getting out of control. Yeah. And you know you're not at home. Let's say you're out and about, and it's suddenly like holy shit, I'm responsible for these people and shit can go really bad. So I feel her on that, but they were in a very controlled environment. But, back to the dinner. So, wait a second. I thought Kyle was upset about Erica not being offended, or I guess lying about not being offended, but now it's suddenly about Erica
1: being distant? Pick a story. Exactly. Like Erica says... They're reaching. They're, They're reaching. reaching. They're trying to find something to be mad at this point because reason for being mad, A, the fact that Lisa Rinna called Kyle a see you next Tuesday, or uh, sorry, um, Kim to see you next Tuesday, has been negated because Rinna said, you know what, it helped me and Kim repair our relationship. We're on a better path now. Reason two for being offended was that Erica was used In this persona, to say this, Eric said, no, I was fine with it. It helped mend the relationship. If Lisa's good with it, if Kim's good with it, I'm good with it. Now it's like, okay, well, what else can we be offended? Oh, you are lying. You're not offended. No, that doesn't work because I've told you a million times I'm not offended. They're like, okay, well, then you're distancing yourself from us because you don't have the same views that we do. Also, you know what I love about all this? Lisa Rinna is going by totally unscathed. When it was her in the first place. Yeah,
0: like supposedly, and this kind of goes to show that what they're saying they're mad about is not really what they're mad about, but like the whole genesis of this is supposedly that Erica isn't expressing herself honestly. Um, because she should be offended by Lisa Rinna screwing up, but nobody's talking about Lisa Lisa Rinna's supposed screw up. Yeah, which is you know offensively portraying Erica Jane, <laughs> right? Isn't that kind of funny? It's ridiculous. that they're not addressing that they're not addressing that supposedly a the big biggest deal? issue because it's not a big deal. That's not the real problem.
1: Well, Lisa tries to get down to the bottom of the problem with Teddy on a one on one, and Teddy breaks down. She feels like Erica doesn't want to be a part of the group, that Erica doesn't like her and Kyle. She feels like she has to be the moral compass as the accountability control. <laughs> I'm accountability control, you know this, held you accountable, you know. No. I'm and almost a- imagining her as an operator behind like a control unit. <laughs> this is accountability control <laughs> on one. Here I am to help you make the right decisions of your moral compass. Exactly. To her own calculations. But basically this is like, Girl, no one puts this on you. You're putting this on yourself. No one cares. Like, we love you. We'll talk about this in the morning. Then she goes to talk to Erica and is like, yo, I found all this shit out about Teddy. Like, this is, she's projecting. Yeah. Are you okay? And Erica's like, I'm fine. Like, this is what I love about Erica because I I really do love this about her and I've really tried to take this into myself. And Lisa is the same way, where it's like, things can affect you, but they shouldn't hold you. It stuck off the water's back. So you know what? This was a really bad fight, but she knows deep down these women care about her. And she is not going to let this one fight, this one accusation destroy a relationship. And that's where, my, that's where a lot of my decisions have been coming from now, where it's like, I understand everyone makes mistakes. Everyone has their reasons for something. If you let it hold on to you, if you let it bog you down, it's only going to get worse, and it's going to blow up in your face. And Erica's very good, I think as is Lisa Serena about letting things go. I think Denise is probably good about it too, where they realize the life is the life that they have, and if you're too muddled with all this extra bullshit that doesn't need to be there, then your life is going to be sad. Be grateful and have gratitude for the moment you're in right now and experience that and love that and understand that it might not be perfect, but you can't let that affect you. And I feel like that's where she's kind of coming from because guess what? She's in this gorgeous estate in Provence She's having a great. She had a great time. You know, it was one dinner, and so she's not going to let it get her down.
0: I also think they're fairly secure in themselves, and I think that's in stark contrast to Teddy, who appears to be fairly insecure. Everyone's insecure to some degree, um, but it does seem that Rina and Erica Jane and Erica Jane, Erica um,
1: Gerardi. Erica Girardi. Erica Girardi. <laughs> they're two different people. They're two, people, two are, different
0: then. people. Um, and Denise, you brought up Denise as well. I do think they have like a little bit of a higher degree of like sense of
1: self-worth. And confidence. And confidence. They know right? who they are. They're very secure in yourselves. I think you're I think you're very right. Whereas you have Dorit, who isn't entirely sure who she is this week. Or this life. <laughs> or what accent she's going to use. Exactly. You have Kyle who's kind of lived in the shadow of both of her sisters her whole life. And she you can tell she's very insecure in that. I did kind of think that the moment when she was like
0: proudly and loudly yelling about how she has the best life of them all was almost an indicator that maybe there's something underneath the surface. And Erica was really annoyed by that.
1: Yeah, Erica was like, okay. Yeah, I get it. We (laughs) get it. I was trying to say the same thing. Like, we all have great lives. We all have wonderful lives. And (laughs) And there's Kyle.
0: I have the life it's the most amazing life I would not take your husband forget your husband and it's like we get it yeah doth protest too much
1: exactly (laughs) seriously so uh, the whole thing I mean the whole thing kind of bubbles over for the most part and then it's just Kyle and Teddy's drunken French adventure
0: you did skip over uh, Kyle and Erica's talk but I guess it wasn't that productive
1: I mean, what did, it, like nothing. It was yeah. literally Kyle was drunk trying yeah. to like have a one-on-one and Erica's like, we'll talk about this tomorrow. It's Erica's fine. Erica's like, we're good. Yeah. And then Kyle's like, oh, we're good. I've heard this before. We're good. And we're it's not like, good. Literally, this is, it's We've not- got a problem. Erica understands that she cannot have this conversation with Kyle right now because Kyle will not remember this conversation, much like Teddy's not going to remember anything that happened tonight. Oh, Teddy's blacked out. A hundred percent. Bitch, we've been there. We know.
0: Also, I get Erica's perspective. It's like there isn't a problem. You're creating one. Stop creating a problem here.
1: It's yeah. It's it's out of thin air. It's and
0: Teddy was saying some weird shit too earlier about how she always knows the exact right thing to say to make sure everybody is comfortable. And Rina was kind of calling her out. Remember? No, like well, but also she said, "So you're manipulating people? Oh, yeah." It's interesting. I think there and are you, there are many layers to uh, Teddy, as Rena pointed as out. As Rena right? pointed out,
1: and this is why we love Rena because Rena has no problem. Like, okay, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Teddy to the side and get as much information out of this girl that I can right now, and it you know that's what makes Lisa Rena a star. She knows w- when the moment is to strike. She knows when the moment is to listen, and it, she could literally run the show. And I think she's showing her strength in that now.
0: She was like playing impromptu psychologist to a T.
1: It was perfect. She was just in- extracting I mean, she's played, so much she's information. She played one on TV. I mean, once you're <laughs> once you're an actor, everything is everything is a play. Life is life is such a play. And I really think Teddy's
0: got a lot going on there. Like she needs to be the perfect human she had she wants the perfect life she needs everything to be perfect remember she was saying all that shit yeah and it's like let life Happen. evolve uh, organically right yeah
1: you never that's the thing you're i'm starting to realize with life now and like yeah i know i'm young y'all i'm not trying to impart wisdom but One of the things is I've stopped having expectations. And I think that's one of the biggest things for me is I've had so many expectations on who I'm supposed to be, what I'm supposed to do, where I'm supposed to be at life right now. Who's supposed to be offended. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. But when you lose all those expectations and you kind of just like live life, you can have goals. You can have aspirations, but you can't have expectations because if you expect something, you're leaving the door open to be let down. Whereas if you're actively working or pursuing something and there's no expectation of how it's supposed to be. Every day is, you know, a win. Every moment that you do is one step further. And it's everyone's going to be on their own pace. Everyone's going to be doing their own thing. So there is no real ideal, perfect anything because the way I want to live my life is the way different from the way that you want to live your life. Right.
0: And so, the thing with Teddy is that she doesn't want accountability, control, as she put it. She just wants control.
1: She wants image control, is what she wants. She wants all things control. Mm-hmm. I think
0: her own husband, Edwin, called her out on it, right? She's a control freak. She wants to control the scene. She wants to control what you say, how you feel, how she feels, the environment, the comfortability levels. And if it's not up to her par, then she gets like really, really agitated and uncomfortable, as she put it, uh, when, you know, it's understandable, right? Some situations you're not going to feel like, you know, super pleasant in. And uh, they're not going to be like optimized perfectly for you. But sometimes you got to just go with the flow, especially when, you know, all things considering, they're in Provence. Exactly. They're in a lovely castle. It's all good. Life isn't that bad, honey. Erica has a hangover. It's okay. Like people go through a ton of adversity. And if this is the adversity
1: that's breaking you, oh, I got news for you. But I also do think the whole control thing has a lot to do with her past and a lot with, um, you know, her eating disorder and stuff like that. Because control is one of the main things that drive people, or not drive people, but really brings up this sense of insecurity. And when you lose control, you try to focus on the things you can control. And one of those is food. So I do kind of feel for her in that sense because, you know, that is very common. That is a very real thing. And I understand, like, where that sense of control comes from because... It's definitely part of her DNA that she has to be in control. So when she loses any bit of control, she goes haywire. So I understand why she's having the flip out and why yeah. she freaks out because I'm very similar where it's like I I used to be so need to have control. I would have anxiety over every little decision that I made every single second because I thought everything had to be perfect. I thought everything had to be control. I had to have it this way, look that way, be this way. And now I don't have that, and I'm literally as chill as a freaking button, and I'm s- I'm loving it. Uh, but, I mean, she does kind of lose control after this, because her and Kyle go <laughs> literally insane. Their big sister, little sister, Teddy's like, everyone hates me, does the whole crying drunk and then is like, ha I'm running around the house, try to find me. It's Kyle like, is mounting Dory. Yeah, Kyle is... Was, uh, and she was ready to get it on. She was ready. Spreading the legs. Yeah. Mention it all, honey. Mention it all. But.
0: They were invading Rinna's room.
1: Yeah. Rinna's Richard's like, out. Yeah. She's like, she's like literally in the bath and she has to get out of the bath. She's like, who the F is in my room? Like ladies. And I like how as once they get them out of the room, they each start like closing the door to like lock the ladies out. So they end up in the kitchen and she's like, I'm hungry. Guys, <laughs> like, you're not hungry, Teddy.
0: Like, I was scared when they were walking up the stairs. They could have toppled. I mean, they were so out of balance that I'm shocked a producer didn't like
1: start walking right behind them so they didn't fall backwards. Oh, no. They had trampolines out there in case (laughs) (laughs) slowly going up the stairs. I mean, they I mean, if they would have fallen, that would have been crazy. But I mean, this episode was fun. I mean, I thought it was good. I mean, it shows that these women can hold their own. It was funny. I was cracking up. Yeah. The whole time. There was good drama, even though it was kind of like senseless. It's good to see these ladies like let their guard down enough to fight about minuscule things. Because that's what the show used to be. They used to be fighting about dinner potties and <laughs> and all these things like very Beverly Hills. Now they're kind of back to it is like, okay, well, you're a bitchy at brunch. Like, are you mad at me? Which is such like an L.A. thing. Like, it's kind of getting back a little bit to its roots. And I hope that we see more of this. You know
0: That should be the baseline. And then hopefully yes. there's a major drama or two or three to carry the whole season.
1: Exactly. But this kind of like rich people problems is my favorite kind of genre. And that's what I loved about Beverly Hills from the beginning was it was like... I'm
0: more of a New York guy.
1: I know. New York just has drama. New York is a classic comedic. It's fantastic. It's tragic. It's got everything. It's got But it Beverly all. Hills was literally rich people have problems and I want it back. Like I, that's what I'm hoping for. And it looks like... I mean, if we could get Faye Resnick on the show, if you put her and Camille, so we were talking while we were watching this about how this season, next season does need a little bit of movement. It needs a shakeup. I think take Teddy out, take Erica out, and so we have Renna, Kyle, Denise, Dorit, who we I actually used to not like, but I'm actually really understanding now. I've warmed
0: up to Dorit. So
1: have I. Then put Camille and Faye. So that's a that's a team of six. You have Faye, Lisa, and Kyle as BFFs. Camille could hop in and out of that as needed. Camille already has beef with Dorit now, which we will see in next episode. Faye has beef with Camille. You need to add a, one more a pure crazy person. I don't even know who it would be. Yeah, we don't know. It would it's, be someone we don't. know. We need to find a star. Yeah. Brandy, bring Brandy back. No, an unknown. Oh no, but I want just Brandy thirsty. Hungry for fame. Lala? Lala Kent?
0: <laughs> no, someone we have never seen before. Someone who's willing to take them all down. Yeah, I don't know who has... Um, Britch is big enough for
1: that, but we'll see. Maybe no Ka- name.
0: I want a no name.
1: Maybe Kathy Hilton. <laughs> Eddie,
0: I keep saying I want a no Maybe name. These are, these me are names. like no names
1: for me. I'm like, oh, <laughs> Kathy Hilton could do it. Yeah, oh, She's a no name. Nah. Who's heard Who's who heard of her? Kathy, who? <laughs> who? Yeah, so it looks like next episode we get the Camille and Dorit drama. We get Camille and Faye drama with an already iconic line. Well, maybe this will help her be a nicer girl. That's an awful thing to say. Awful. Awful. She's morally corrupt. If you guys want to check out our morally corrupt hats to be just like (laughs) Faye Resnick, check us out at butterpop.com slash merch. (laughs) thanks for listening everyone well no that's it for this episode (laughs) you guys don't want to miss a single one of our beverly hills recaps or our new york recaps or our southern charm southern charm nola recaps soon we will be doing recaps on every single bravo show so if you guys want to make sure you don't miss a single single one follow us wherever you're listening subscribe wherever you're listening whether that's soundcloud stitcher google play music itunes or spotify If you guys want to follow us on social, we're doing a lot more fun posts. We're doing a lot more on our Instagram. You guys can check out that on Hot and Bravo. That's H-O-T-N-B-R-A-V-O-D. Armin, where can people find you? At Armin Mahram. And I'm at Eddie underscore Strada. We'll see you next time.